Welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast. I am your host, Chase Merrill, and we are all about helping people get freed up from what's holding them back so they can build up who they were made to be. In today's conversation, I have my one and only brother-in-law, Sean Delaney, with me. I love this young man. I love his passion for life. I love his zeal. I love his wit. But more than anything else, I love his overcoming spirit, his resiliency. Today's conversation, we talk about a lot of things that I think a lot of people have a hard time talking about. Vulnerability around things like anxiety and depression and our whole world of mental health. And I'm so thankful for Sean's courage and his willingness to share part of his story and for the fact that he has vision and dreams for the things that God still has in front of him in his life. I cannot wait to share our conversation today. If you want to help us continue to make an impact with this podcast week in and week out, consider joining our new Patreon community. For as little as a cup of coffee a month, you can be a part of helping us get the message and mission of the podcast out to more people more effectively. This is a way that we can come together as a community and you'll get access to behind the scenes stuff, additional resources and content and so much more for just as little as $5 a month. You can head over to chasemerrill.com and click Patreon to jump in and get started. Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Frontline Coffee Co. Delicious, bold, and expertly roasted small batch coffee for the everyday American. Frontline is not just about coffee. They're about supporting responders on the front lines, courageously caring for the rest of us. With every Frontline purchase, a percentage goes to supporting the brave men and women who are doing just that. Head over to FrontlineCoffeeCo.com and use promo code FREEDUP. That's F-R-E-E-D-U-P, all one word, FREEDUP, to get 15% off your purchase. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Well, here we go. I've got my one and only brother-in-law. Just me. Sean Delaney. Hello. Here with me on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. Dude, and in person. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a blessing. Yeah, man. So uh, you, uh, this is this is really cool. 52 Project, 52 people made an impact on my life. And you've made an impact on my life for a long time because mm. we've known each other for 14, 15 years. Many, many years, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. And you are how old? I'm 27. Okay, so yeah. we're probably yeah, right in that 14, 15. So yeah. uh, a good chunk of your life, uh, we've known each other. And Absolutely. I, I think I met you yeah, when you were, before you were uh, even a teenager. And so, yeah. Uh, and you are the younger brother of my wife, Holly and Meryl uh-huh. Delaney. <laughs> so, man, I just, I just, I knew we needed to capitalize on the opportunity for you visiting and being here Absolutely. to be able to visit person. So thanks for being here. Thanks for making sure. it happen. Yeah, of course. And uh, will you do me a favor? Take a, take a moment, give a snapshot of who you are yeah. in uh, just like that nutshell, if you will, not knowing uh, for those that don't know you, give yeah. them a chance to know you just a little bit sure. before we dive in. Absolutely. Um, well, my name's Sean. I, uh, <laughs> as we already, as we already discussed, I'm 28. Um, right now I'm a leasing consultant. I work in the Sacramento area um, of uh, California. And uh, so I work in an apartment complex. I've been in property management for the last about four and a half years. So it's been a good gig. It's not forever, but that's what I do right now. Um, I rent a room. I'm just a few miles from work. Um, don't pay much in rent. So that's been a huge blessing. Yeah. So I'm starting to learn my independence right now, yeah. um, which is which has been really good. Um, I love playing guitar, love the outdoors, um, love the Lord, love my family, my friends, yeah. music. And uh, yeah, I have a big passion for um, just the Lord and what he's going to do in my life and how he's going to impact me to change um, so many lives. Yeah. Cause I know that I have an incredible call in my life to do something incredible. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. I know that I'm meant for greatness. Yeah. Every day I wake up, I know that I'm to do something incredible and change lives. And that's what I want to do ultimately. So yeah. my heart, if I could just have a trillion dollars and bless people and pray over them 
<laughs> and go build wells and do mission trips and just have fun and live life and party and introduce people in foreign villages to different foods and this and that, you know? And I think that would be the coolest thing. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, I, I can go off on that, but yeah, that's a little, that's me in a little mesh. Heck yeah. That's a great, that was, that was a, from, from the beginning to the end, the, like, the all encompassing, like that was one of the best, like, uh, nutshell responses because a lot of times it's hard, hard to articulate all that within like, let me take your job. Hey, Kimmy, thanks. Yeah. So, man, it's part of part of the journey of like you being here is there's a lot of people um, that when it comes to siblings and sibling relationships, yeah. um, you know, you have Holly who's five years older than you yep. and who, you know, obviously we got married uh, just about 11 years ago, 10 and a half years ago. Oh, wow. And, uh, and so you were part of the very beginning of all that with us. I was. From the, from the <laughs> inception. Yep. Um, and, uh, and I'm thinking about the way that like, when I started to have a, like, uh, my eyes were like, oh man, just a lot, a lot lit up when I saw Holly at that snow camp where we met yeah. when I was in eighth grade. Um, I just knew like, okay, this is a long game. Although I didn't see it totally at the time, like I, I, I felt like it could be a short game. Like I felt like she could start dating me. Now we can get married and in debt. Stupid, crazy. <laughs> but, that's awesome. I love. It. But part of that was like, okay, I want to get to know her family. Like I want to get around them. I want to be. Um, I want. I, I don't. I know this isn't just about her. Ultimately, it's gonna be about her family too. Yeah. And so I want to get to know her dad, her mom, and her younger brother. And uh, so, like, you know, as soon as, like, that world began to develop, I could, like, spend any time around you guys um, and connect. Like, I just dove in. It wasn't, like, a uh, kind of an annoying little brother. It was, like, yeah, let's go. Like, whatever it is. Like, let's hang out. Let's figure (laughs) it out. And so we had some fun. We had some fun times. Absolutely. I'm thinking about, like. We did. Yeah. There's, like, a there was, like, a little, that's not, like, a creek, but, like, a little something, like, behind your guys' Mm -hmm. house with, like. There was, there was cattails. Cattails. There was a stream. Yeah, absolutely. So our, yeah, um, where I grew up, my parents' house, we lived behind this big park and there was this big stream and there was cattails. Um, And I don't, I don't know. I was probably, when we met, probably eight years old or Yeah, so so 2004 is when I met and started to like try to begin to hang out. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, I would be eight, eight to nine. So depending on when in the year. Um, So yeah, we went down and I... I just have been outdoorsy and lived in that park and stuff. And yeah. so I've eaten cattails before you pull them out and you eat the base of them a little bit. Yeah. You know, you can survive doing that. It's yeah. not, it's not, not like, really recommended like all the time. Bear grill survivor man. Yeah. You know, your house is a hundred yards yeah. from, from there. So you don't really need to do that. But we went down and, yeah. and we ate some cattails and I showed you it and you just went for it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to show you how to do this. And I got to show you like, you know, and um, look, there's lizards and I, we probably caught you were, a few, yeah, you we, we probably caught a few lizards together. Cause I loved doing that. Yeah. You're still good. And at still. That. Oh yeah. My boys now, uh, when we go to Grandpa and Mimi's house, Uncle Sean, he's yep. there, and he's he just caught lizards last week for them. Yeah, like, makes makes her dead. So fun. Yeah, yeah. lizard hunting's so fun with them. Um, but also we played um, golf. We played PGA Tour. Oh yeah. So uh, we were Fox. super into that. Yeah. Throwback. Oh my gosh. We were into that. We were into Star Wars. So we had a lot of fun things. So we were also we were into the outdoors. Yep. So we hung out that way. We were all both into Star Wars. Yeah. So we could talk about that and relate in that way. For sure. And also, um, yeah, we played playing golf was so fun. Yeah. And our dad, my dad, joined us a couple times. Yes. Yeah. And so at first, I thought it was so funny because I didn't quite register that you like liked my sister yeah. i thought you were just this older guy yeah, who totally. wanted to come and hang out with me which totally. i thought was so cool so you've been a, you have been like a role model because you've been an older kind of like 
mentor friend yeah. brother kind of for like a for like a little while um i can't remember the realization when i figured out that yeah. wait a second you were hanging out with holly to, or hanging out with me just to get around holly yeah, yeah. i don't know when but, the realization but, was but for me it was <laughs> yes that's how it started but then i realized like pretty quickly like it was like i actually want to go 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 do that i want to go play a pga tour uh you know xbox with sean it was like a, Good, i'm, glad I'm not just doing it to tolerate to be it was like nah, holly can hang out over there i'm gonna go yeah that happened actually pretty quickly so no man I, one of the things that like i'm i'm i've been so uh thankful for across our journey is uh the way that you've loved and received me you know like you you've made me you made it easy mm. for me to come into the family in that space yeah. and you know your sister's five years older than you but you guys still had a, a relationship like a, a, a close relationship that for you as a brother to go okay i'm gonna share my sister with some dude uh you know it's, i mean it's a big deal and yeah. you from the very beginning you know you were younger but even through those realizing years i just were so receptive to me and uh and then over the last 10 plus years you've been married you've been man just i feel like we are family i mean we are family absolutely like, we're family you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's something so cool about that yeah. one of the things too i got to watch you because of being connected to your family from that early early age and then yeah. dating and pursuing your sister getting married to her like i got to really watch you grow and develop and and discover some of those calling things that you were talking about in the beginning like yeah like your old guitar world you're freak you're a freak on the guitar dude play for a while i love it uh, yeah it's uh it's something that i've been yeah. blessed with so thank you yeah it's a, you, it has you have been blessed with it's a gift but you also have like spent hours and hours and hours of your life uh honing in on that gift and like developing it and trying to get better at it and i've been, been i've heard that i've been around that i've, I've mm. watched and listened and you know when you were still at home and all those things yeah um you know from that so i got to see some of that world you know you growing up in middle school and high school in mm. in church and youth group stuff and yeah. discovering jesus kind of for real for you and then singing you got an amazing voice Thank you. like not a ton of people may know that you know because it's you know you're you're more on the behind the guitar side but you also like have a have a ripping voice dude and it's gotten i think it's gotten better and better even like over the years um appreciate it yeah so I like so. it was cool to be able to see some of those that like, you discover and step into some of those things um from the outside watching and uh and yeah it's evident like there's there's a call of god on your life you know we've there been, is we've been talking about that more and more even in the last few months we have. yeah you know and uh, and and yet in all of that you know i know like you're in a season of your life like a lot of young adults who are trying to figure out like what ultimately like is my purpose yep. what am I supposed to do with that or about that what does it look like now compared to what it might look like what I want it to look like mm -hmm. in the future and just yep. everything in between relationships um, the desire to be married and have a family the, the desire to have a, a job that's you know not something you dread every day yep. all of those things you're in the you're at, you know right smack in the middle of it right i am and like you mentioned too learning how to be out on your own like you know all of those things that so many young adults are in that space and trying to navigate those those things and so when i think about somebody who um you know is a representative of a generation that's like okay um i'm trying to figure some of these things out like you're you're right there and one of the things I'd love to talk about 
that's connected to um, the impact that you made on my life is how I have watched you navigate all of that mm-hmm. in your life where you are right now uh, with a lot of different ups and downs. Yep. And um, I'd love to talk about some of those ups and downs just because I know how much the impact of being able to share some of that will be for people, but also for you to be able to like share some of your journey on it, Um, specifically stuff with like anxiety, Um, stuff with like uh, physical, uh, the physical effects Mm -hmm. of anxiety that not a lot of people uh, talk about or hear about. Sure. There's probably people struggling in that space that either A, have not done enough of um, investigative like research or whatever to know like what's really going on and and yeah. so all of these things happening there's they're just trying to figure it out and then there's probably people that do know you know and, and they've got anxiety or depression or some form of um some other mental health thing that's going on and they're going like i'm still right in the middle of walking through that yeah yeah but will you give people like kind of a a broad just like what what you some of that that you've kind of yeah walked through in, in your life over the last sure. several years yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, I would say the biggest crutch that my life has ever um, encountered is this, which is better now, but was was this, and should I say is this, because it kind of still is part of my life. Um, it is kind of, um, so it's this in- insane anxiety that started, um, This like these physical symptoms of anxiety that started when I was um, going into senior year of high school, so I was 17 at the time. And so um, I just started feeling one day, I just started feeling this like chest tightness and I was like, oh, this is a very anxiety producing feeling, right? And not being able to take a deep breath and sure. stuff. It's very anxiety inducing. Um, and so um, it just kind of like, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever this is, it just kind of played out and then it lasted another day and it lasted another day and then kind of just went away. And I was like, okay, whatever. So it lasted a few days, went away. And then a few months later it happened again. So I kept getting these like spells yeah. of this chest tightness and the shortness of breath for and, you know, potentially up to a week at a time, every few months. And then it just, one time it just stayed. And I mean, like it stayed for a long time, like years and years. Yeah. And so like, ink, and it got worse and worse. And it was extremely, extremely hard to deal with. Um, I've had to get on, I've been to so many different doctors. I've gotten on, I've popped on four different medications. I'm still on one right now. Um, and it is helping me and stabilized me a lot. Um, and so, um, but yeah, just fighting through just physical suffering. And then you wake up thinking that it's going to happen and then it starts to happen. So your mind starts to sure. play tricks on you, sure. right? And your exactly. mind starts yeah. to become your worst enemy, right? You're supposed to be working with yourself. You know, you're supposed to be a partner with yourself, right? And, and I felt like my mind and body was working against me. Mm. Um, and so having to just pray through that and struggle through that and have to go through so many, go through to sons of doctor's appointments. Yeah. And like the doctors, some places, some people said, um, oh, it's constant. Anxiety is never constant. You have costal chondritis, you know, which is just inflammation of, you know, your sternum or chest wall um, and ribs and stuff like that. So I started taking ibuprofen to take it down, you know, the inflammation. That didn't help. You know, hopped on a medication, went to another different special doctor, um, went to an naturopathic, started just exercising a lot, trying to find all these different things um, and just praying ultimately that the Lord would help me because I've tried so many different things and yeah. you know, nothing's helping. Yeah. Um, and so, and, uh, I'm on a medication now that has helped me the last couple of years greatly. Um, yeah. and so it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, it's called Paxil. Um, it's like the generic name. And so, um, it is 
yeah, it's, it's stable. It's been stabilizing me, which is incredible. But um, I still have still once still, in a while. It's still part of yeah. It comes. Yeah. It can come back. Yeah. And, First of all, thanks for being thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for being willing to share it. And I like yeah. I mentioned, I just know there's a lot of people. There's probably a lot more than you would realize, but a lot more than the world probably understands. Like that struggle with that space. I meant to start with that. I meant to start with saying that like more. Like I think more people have you know, anxiety and depression, or at least just like seasonal depression or seasons that they go into that are tough, that are, it's just, it's so common and it's not talked about because it can be embarrassing to well, talk about. Yeah. Well, and I think here, here's something that part, when I think of being yeah. uh, part of how you've impacted my life, right? Here's, here's some like honest, uh, honest transparency, yeah. but that the Lord has really like, uh, done a big work in my own mind and heart. And, and it says, when you begin to first communicate that struggle, yeah. of chest tightness and anxiety you know in, in amongst your family and stuff and holly mm-hmm. we were talking about it praying for you yeah um it was still in a in a season of my life when i looked at the world of anxiety and depression and thought to myself um just it's more mental just like push through most of my life the way i've thought about that world has just been like yeah. like to some degree, this is a, a very um, far uh, exaggeration, but like to some degree, like, like just toughen up, push through it. Like everybody's got stress, you know, like, and it wasn't until, so when I first, I, I, that's just kind of how, that was just my mentality of like, you know, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I hadn't felt it yeah. or, 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 or had experienced it in the same way. Right. Yeah. So I was extremely ignorant, but I was yeah. also not putting, I was not putting, my heart was not positioned in a place to be like, open to the fact that maybe what I, what I hadn't experienced actually could be experienced by other people now. So you're, when that began, I was still kind of in that mentality thinking yes. to myself, okay, he, he, he might just need to push through and maybe he's just overwhelmed by life. And, you know, but then I, yeah. as I continued, um, and the Lord started to do something, he used you because I loved you. Mm. Other people that I, I knew had struggled with it and stuff like I, I've, I love, but I just, it was different. Like I, didn't have the same family. Sure. This is my, my younger brother. This is my yeah. brother-in-law. So as it continued to be a thing, Holly would tell me like, yeah, he's, he's still struggling with some of this anxiety and chest pains. Um, the Lord like used that to go, this is not what you think it's been. You need to begin to have your mind and heart um, realigned to seeing the reality of some of this stuff that people are really struggling right. with. And yeah. it's not just a, tough enough push through for a lot of people this is a real thing yeah. that needs to have intentionality needs to have understanding and a lot of different things potentially to help with it yeah. amongst other things like i had been more raised in with like faith or praying or like all oh, this is good powerful needed it is. maybe the most needed but not necessarily the only thing needed and Anyway, that began this journey for me, bro, where and over the last several years to where I am now, like my whole entire perspective of that space has been completely turned upside down. No. Um, the journey with anxiety and depression and medication and counseling and therapy. Yeah. And, you know, at some point I'm going to share more of my story, but like I, yeah, I look back on that moment mm. with where you've been and go, God used you in a real way to like, shake me up a bit and go this isn't just that like you thought about and and you now need to begin to see uh see people and what they're walking through and it actually 
I praise God for, I praise God for you in that because it's, it helped prepare my heart and mind for what I was going to get to walk through in this last season and still am walking through. And, uh, and so I think a lot of people that haven't experienced it, yeah. I would say, especially older generation, um, might have a similar feeling to some of that. Yeah. How did you wrestle with that in the beginning stages of it or mm-hmm. when it kept happening? Yeah. But did you have any fear, any fear or like insecurity around like people aren't going to believe me or people are going to have some perspective about it that's like, I'm just saying this and exaggerating it or whatever. Did that ever happen or was it like you were good, you knew people were with you? Like how was that? How, how did you have any of that? Um, almost to, still to this, that's a great question. Still to this day, um, people don't know what I go through, right? Yeah. So you never know what someone goes through because you don't feel their exact pain. Right. Um, so I think that um, it took a lot of vocalizing, like literal, like staring at my mom's eyes, vocalizing the parents and doctors saying like, this is the severity of this. I need you to understand it. Okay? I need help, right? It's affecting my life where it's becoming um, very close to impossible to function in everyday life. Um, as hard as I'm trying to toughen it out, right? Right. Um, right. Parade off or sleep it off, right? Exactly. Um, and so, absolutely, I had to like try to convince people of what this was because I have been, I've just done hours of research online and I have not, so personally, I have not found another individual, even online or in person um, ever, which is okay, but a little discouraging, who has never, who's experienced the exact same thing I've, I've experienced. Mm. Um, and that is okay because it, Anxiety and different things, they rear their heads in different ways, you know, and people can feel things in different ways. Um, But I would say that, yeah, I just took tons of like convincing people to be like, this is literally how much, this is how much I'm suffering right now. I need to get help. It's not just, um, oh, you're you're, you're stressed right now. You know, just, just go relax, you know, know, go in the pool, go have a beer, just chill, whatever, (laughs) you know, and and it wasn't, that stuff didn't help, you know, substances didn't help. I fell into a season where I drank a lot. And I thought that was gonna like help me because yeah. that little buzz for a second, you know, kind of felt good. And then sure. I went overboard multiple, multiple times, and I found that was just a led me nowhere. Um, it only made it worse, actually. Yeah, sure. um, it, it, it actually made it worse. Um, so I do not do not condone or encourage seeking out different substances that may help. That uh, yeah. just leads to nothing. And you were, I mean, you were trying to cope. You were trying I was to trying to cope. something to help yep. kind of alleviate Absolutely. That constant suffering. It's a little, little bad band- because I was, I, I never thought that I would get to that point, right? Of trying something like more and more of something to, to help, you know, other than like a, you know, naturopathic stuff. Like that's okay, right? Natural stuff, natural stuff's okay, right? Um, or actual like, you know, medications that are curated yeah. specifically for something, not seeking out other kind of like drug substances. Um, so I learned kind of the hard way in that way. Um, yeah. Sorry, I could just keep going off on that. I know yeah, the original no. question was... Yeah, no, but different. I mean, I, it, it's... I just know a lot of people are in that space. I, I think there's probably a lot of people feeling like they're suffering silently. Um, and they and they, and they have to. Because there's a there's a concern or a fear or a doubt that they're going to... Like, use the word convince. I think that's a good word. There's this feeling that they have to... They'll have to convince somebody that what they're experiencing is, is real. Yeah, because they're just kind of like, yeah, because people don't know. And especially when it's like, you know, I mean, the mental the mental health world is, from what I'm learning about it, right? I'm still in this new way, new in this space, but I'm recognizing like it's much more difficult to not only diagnose, it's also more difficult to identify where 
where the stuff's coming from and why. Yeah. You know, and so like for your in your state with the physical experience from mm-hmm. the you know the the symptoms that you were experiencing. Yeah. Like you know, if I have an arm pain and go to the doctor, you know, there's still sometimes they can't figure it, but a lot of the time like there's just they no more protocol. There's mm-hmm. more like here's what we do. Yeah. We've seen thousands of cases of it, whatever, and this is how we get it healed by this amount of time, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's something about that, I think, for people with the mental health space where they're like, I don't know how to tell you exactly what and why and, you know, answer your questions. And almost even that probably can produce even more anxiety, right? So there's this almost cycle that probably keeps people gripped in and bound into something that they fear um, they will never be able to get out of because it's a reoccurring thing and it doesn't seem like it's a space that they can you know really feel hurt about uh if you if somebody's in that space like maybe like you've experienced how, how would you encourage them today like if they're there and listening or watching this somehow some way they found it maybe yeah. it was a, a short on youtube or, or a friend of mine or yours or family yeah. or whatever yeah. what's what's something you would encourage the person that is presently experiencing like mm-hmm. that kind of anxiety and not sure what to do about it that's really good wow um man, I, I guess i could go about that in, in multiple different ways but i think a, a really good um man it, it really it can go it can go so many different directions you know um some people need um to start off getting around people who sure. experience like things you know, so if I, I have a lot of friends who <clears throat> have not experienced a lot of anxiety. Um, and so when I go to talk to them about it and they're like some of my closest friends, you know, they like, listen, they're great listeners. They love me. But they can't relate in that way. And that's okay. Not everyone always has to relate. Yeah. Right. But at least you can talk to them. Um, I think that <clears throat> when you find people that can somewhat relate, right. Sure. Um, I think that is a really, really good start. At least just talking about it. Sometimes talking about it can really help. Yeah. You know, you know, you don't want to sure. talk about it, right. You want to get it away. You want to get it off your mind, right. Anxiety, you're supposed to get off your mind, right. Like, oh, there's an elephant in the room. Don't look at that elephant, right. Well, right. oh, now what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about an elephant, right. right? Sean, right. don't be anxious. Thank you. That helps me so much. Now I'm not anxious. I can go off about my life. <laughs> right. Right. And so I, I, I encourage people to not to also, also that little side tangent, I encourage people to not Tell people just to stop being anxious. Just relax. Just you know, that's not it's not very helpful. Um, asking what they need and just being there um, to support someone yeah, in their time really is actually um, very very needed. Just ask someone what they need. Don't tell them to relax. Do not agitate them. Be more calm than they are. Um, in, in that uh, in that regard, anyway, when you're yeah. trying to calm someone down if they are having an anxiety attack or a crisis mode or something like that. But um, I would encourage getting around people. If you're alone, if you're isolating, things are going to be so, so bad for you. Right. It, it is, it's going to be horrible. You're going to think that no one else is going through this and you're the only one. Yeah. And that is going to make your situation 10 times worse. Yeah. It will. Um, if you, you see everybody on Instagram, you see everybody walking out, driving their new cars, everyone looks like they're doing great, right? You have, we have no idea. You have no idea. And that's what I'm learning. We have no idea what people are going through. And people know that. It's like, okay, yeah, Sean, okay, yeah, we, we don't know what people are going through. But, like, you don't know what people are going through. It's such a thing. Sit down with them. Ask them what they're, you know, what they're really going through. Small talk is such a thing of, I don't know, I hate small talk. Sometimes you have to, right, if you're passing someone. Sure. You're like, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, nice weather. But I, in an open book, I'll talk about anything. And if I can help someone with my story, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Well, and your, your ability to see people is massive. Like, there's... Mm-hmm there's i can't see how many times i've been around you and whether it's a a stranger we've we've just met or you know 
just a, a common a mutual friend or, or somebody that you know well mm-hmm. your your intentionality to like they get your eye contact if they get you're asking a couple questions you, you genuinely are tr- you're trying to find the connection point and um when i think about part of who you are i think about one of the ways that i've watched you grow into the person that you're made to be but then also impact me i mean it's so cool because that's like like when you're doing that like you're walking in like who you're made to be Mm -hmm. like you're confident you're not worried about what they think about you um and you're just like what can i get to know about you and you do that so well and i think even in this space like there's that's such a great encouragement for people that are like uh maybe they don't struggle with as much of the anxiety space but they have people in their life that do that they could be more mindful for how to ask what what people what people need and rather than give them those suggestions about you know the things that they think that they should do um you you are you've been you've been really amazing in that space and i love watching you operate in that way Mm. um so i I think i think for me part of this journey of like first of all even just being aware and then being open to the idea that maybe it's different than how i've always thought uh is something that I know a lot of people um, probably need to consider. <laughs> and, you know, everybody's on their own journey. It's like you mentioned, everybody's going through something. Even the people yeah. that are not seeing this correctly. I think about maybe even some of the, the generations that have gone before where they're like, you know, you know, we didn't have anxiety. We were, you know, at 15 years old we were walking up and down to school in the snow and back and true like there's a lot of difficult yeah. insanely crazy things yeah. that you know respect and honor to so many of the different phases and journeys of generations that have like gone through maybe a lot more life and have had a lot more stresses and pressures and yep. so when they look around and go you know how could you be stressed how could you be overwhelmed how could this be real it's a figment of your imagination and your mind's just you need to chill that there's this disconnect because they mm. they stormed normandy like they you know those kind of things are there and yep. and there's a a real fear in their minds versus like this faux fear that they see and yet i'm coming to understand that when it comes to everybody's individual journey and experience like there is a genuine subjective um, understanding and experience with pain, with suffering, with anxiety, stress, depression, all of these things. And just because somebody else's capacity is higher in that space doesn't mean across the board that it, it is the standard that somebody else who is struggling with less or whatever that might less look like. Mm-hmm. It means that there's um, a, a deficiency for them because of the capacity standard that's been set like everybody's everybody's got a different capacity absolutely that is very true and and i think and i think that you know to encourage people maybe listening that are parents or parents of young adults or grandparents of young adults um, to just continue to ask questions and even ask questions that you don't already have premeditated answers or solutions for Mm. right um it's great is is a great thing to consider right for someone that's walking through it um so you know and and the thing i I mean i love about where you're where you are is you are an overcomer you have trying to be you have um had some really hard days you know really hard days very um weeks seasons you know and man when i think about people that are 
experiencing physical, chronic physical suffering and pain in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know from knowing some of, I have people in my family, in my life and what they go through and experience. Like there are times where it's like, this is, if this doesn't end, like I want to end. I want to keep living like this. Yes. And I've tried everything to stop what it is. And, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of takes that whole world of the anxiety and depression space into ultimately where, like, I think the bottom of the the rock bottom place that it can take people, which is that, like, if this doesn't get better, I don't want to exist anymore. Because to yep. not exist without pain sounds better yep. than existing with pain that does not ever end. And, yes. um, and I know there's people in that space that are listening right now that have thought about it and considered that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a, that's a conversation that's not ha- had often because it's, you know, uncomfortable. And, and I think it's becoming more um, of a, I think people are more willing than ever yes. to talk about it. I think so too. Because they understand the ramifications of yeah. how many people are actually struggling with it or have had suicidal ideation or, mm-hmm. um, you know, have contemplated that space and they recognize that to not talk about it actually is a massive detriment to helping anybody that might be in that space. Mm. Um, when it comes to that, when it comes to that world, when it comes to life, yep. What what would you two part question? What has been something for you that's continued when you've been in like your lowest moments? That's continued to be a life raft. Mm. That's so good remembering one of the biggest things is remembering that this will end yeah it's so hard in the middle of it you're like i'm feeling it right now you know uh ultimately i would pray i'd be like i would just i would i would pray maybe not the whole duration or time during sometimes when things got way worse um but at least i would start with that and say that god if you want to heal me right now if you want to if you want to give me a break then you can do that right right? it's ultimately up to you um so please you know we ask your favor right now um i need you desperately um so i would start with something like that um, but I would just know that I, I just, it's just overall overarching in my brain. I, in my head, in my spirit, I know that I have this, I know that I'm going to do something great someday. I know that I'm destined for something. I just have always felt that call in my life. Yeah. And I know that I am meant to be here no matter how hard it gets. Um, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm meant to make a difference. I'm meant to be here. I'm meant to love people and impact them and see them and, you know, be as joyful as I can through everything yeah. and spread love to other people. And I, and, and I think of, I think of what, um, I think of the, the reaction of my family, um, you know, potentially hearing and seeing, um, of my demise and that, that doesn't sit, that doesn't sit with me. Yeah. Can. So I'm here yeah. and I'm, I'm here for the long haul. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And the Lord's going to bless my life. Yeah, he is. And, uh, it's going to be, this is going to be something that I can use to benefit so many other people. And I want to use this. If this, this is, there's, God would not put, have this, have me go through this season to just have me go through this season. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Jesus, you went, you went through hell for a little bit. And now that's it. Now, now we're on something. No, God, God brought me through this and I'm, I'm, I am experiencing it and have experienced it for a reason. And I want to use it for his good to help 100%. other people. Cause if I don't, what is that? Just wasted pain. Yeah. Why would you do that? Right. Sure. Right. Sure. I want to take that and help other people with it. And so um, I have yet to know what that is going to be like in the future, but um, I can't wait to see what it's going to develop into. Yeah. Me too. Well, you're, you're continuing to overcome and push through and 
wake up and take the day on, you know, be, be the, be the Sean Delaney that, you know, you were made to be, mm-hmm. um, yeah, people you're already making that impact. You know, I think you might at times not see it or you might not see it the way you would think you would, you know, stadiums full of people or whatever kind of impact in sure. that space. But like, bro, the people, your, your coworkers, the people that you serve in your job, um, your family, your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting to watch my, uh, my kids play with Uncle Sean <laughs> over the last week or so when we got to be down there. and you So much fun. Dude, like, you, again, you make people feel so seen. Mm. I think about the, the heart of God for people. Like, it, a lot of them have such a disconnect on part of why I think so many people have such a struggle with their relationship with the Lord or even having one at all is because of that disconnect of, of what it actually genuinely means to feel seen mm. and to feel happy to see you seen. You know, and like someone really genuinely, yeah. like you come in from somewhere or you show up somewhere and, and they, their eyes light up when they see you. There's that thing. Your heart's like, I'm happy to be seen by them. And uh, you do that with people. So what you do, I mean, like watching in Weston and Bo and Laney Thank you. play and just, you know, uh, you're so I, I say that to say you're not you're not waiting one day for big impact. You're doing it in the day to day by the way you treat people. And, um, Thanks for saying that. Yeah, that's I mean, good, that's I, good to hear. Yeah, I mean that, dude. And mm. and I I do firm. There's a there's a call. It's a big call. And um, what God's forging in you mm. and has been in this last season and is still is I really do believe to be something that is going to create a a larger capacity to handle what comes your way mm. and a larger capacity to help people that are going to go through a similar thing. Amen. And and that's That'd part of it, right? Like your your platform and community. Your platform and your testimony, your, your message of yeah. of is going to be able to to be more uh, received by more people because it's been genuine and it was it's the real deal. And, uh, and so I just appreciate you taking time to share pieces of that today because I know that can of be course. challenging. And uh, but you are an open book. <laughs> I've also always loved that about you. There's been there's been times where you know for you know doing family trips or dinners or whatever else, and you know I'm like. I might be thinking something and then I quickly, Sean is saying it. And that's so there's him as well. I do. I do sometimes say what I think. Yeah. Work, I'm working on that. But yeah. No, but you know, I was like, I've been, I've, I've been moments where I've been like, okay, I don't actually, whew, okay, I don't have to say whatever it is. Like Sean said it. So now I can let him take the whatever feedback from people. And that's I'm funny. like, you know, he never knew that was happening. But I'm like, okay, way to go, Sean. Thank you. Um, that's good. But yeah, man, kind of like to, to turn the corner mm-hmm. and kind of cl- come cl- closer to the wrap up of this conversation today, yeah. thinking about um, when you look at just this season in front of you. So you're 20, you said 27, 27, yeah, 27, almost 28. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So the, um, the, the future for what you like long and, and, and desire to see when it comes to not just like big picture things but like what are some of those things that you go man i'm i'm looking forward to like i kind of light my heart up a little bit when i think about life when i think about what's out there what god still has for me what god wants to do or what options and possibilities that life could could have like what are some of the things that like sean delaney like his eyes light up like his like he, he gets excited about it you know just you, that's where you're, you're looking and you get excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm in a season right now where I'm, that, that's a great question. I'm trying to figure out what, you know, what my passions are, yeah. you know, and what I'm going to do for a career and where I'm going to live and all this other stuff. Right. Um, and so I would ultimately say the, there's, oh man, there's so many different things. Um, all, the people that I'm going to bless 
in the world is going to ultimately make me happy. That's what I'm looking yeah. forward to. The people that I'm able to look at and love and help yeah. and have fun with and benefit yeah. ultimately um, is, is, is what I'm looking forward to. Whether that be my family, whether that be strangers, whether that be friends, whether that be acquaintances, yeah. um, just anyone that I can be in, in contact with and love, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to have a family someday. I'm excited to have a yeah. wife. I'm excited to have a house, yeah. you know, and be established. And so um, there's there's so many different things that I look forward to. But right now I'm trying to, I'm, I think that there are so many different things that I don't know. Yeah. Not that I think, I know that, no. right? When I was, years ago, I was thought when I was 24, 25, I'd be married. You know, I'd have a, I'd have at least a kid or something like that and have a house and have a career and established job. And, the, and, and I'm realizing now that it's okay. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting back and saying, it's okay that, you know, when I was yeah. 13, 14, I thought my life would be different. It's okay. Everyone can think their life can be something, right? You can right. think of a trajectory, but you never know the people you're going to meet. You never know the experiences you're going to have. You know, you never know. Um, yeah, so that's something that I'm that I'm walking through right now. So I I think a lot of my excitement, I think the majority of my excitement is kind of the unknown. Yeah, right? I'm excited totally. for what I don't know. Yeah, and that ultimately will be something that that can bring me out of out of this this tough season that I've been walking through, yeah. um, and bring me joy to wake up every morning and go, all right, this is my purpose. This is what I'm doing today, yeah. and I'm happier than ever yeah. doing it. Yeah, it's so good, dude. What's uh, so your your mom and dad? Um, I love. I know you love great uh, parents. They're great. Yes, yeah. they're great parents. They're yeah. great people. Uh, when you think about something about your dad and something about your mom, yep, that like stands out in like the best parts of who they are. Yep, that it's kind of a can maybe be an uncomfortable question because it's like you're thinking about yourself. But I want to try to because awesome. I when you think about the the thing the best things in your dad and the best things in your mom that you've seen experience that are that you've experience that are now in you yep like you're like oh this is from my dad mm -hmm. or oh, this is from my mom that's like those are the like some of the best yeah. things in him. what do you see dad first and then mom it's great dad he has always been someone who can he's just so hands-on he can teach you know he's always yeah. there to listen and um you know give his give his advice and stuff and so he's just an incredible uh, mentor in the way that he is all about teaching yeah you know and that's an incredible thing and learning through you know fixing cars yeah. building fun stuff you know the cardboard for your you know yeah. <laughs> for the boys yeah. you know for you guys and stuff like that and so um and also he's just he's a, he's has a servant's heart yeah he does you know one of my love languages is so physical touch and acts of service are my two two top love languages love languages my dad is such a acts of service person yeah he just will I mean, on just so many, I, I have so many sentences running together because he just serves. He, he encompasses exactly what the Lord says yeah. to serve. Yeah, I agree. You know, just so humbly and, you know, and just in every way. And so he does so many different things for our family and me um, and throughout our life. It's just been, that is something that I can take away from him is that yeah. he's just as a loving, teaching servant. Yeah, it's really good. You know, um, and my mom is always asking me if I need something yeah. when I'm leaving the house and I go to visit them. Sean, do you need this? You want to take this? Is always asking to check in how I am. Yeah. Always wanting to listen to see what's next. What's the new update. She always shares her life with me and I love that. And so she's my number one person to go to, to talk to. Yeah. And I just love her immensely yeah. um, and learn so much uh, from her too. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, the servitude for my dad and just the love and me being able to be seen so, so much from my mom. Yeah. It's been yeah. incredible. That's awesome. Well done. That's I affirm and agree with all of those things. And uh, 
got to think about the fact that that's all going to get reproduced in, down the line. Sure hope so. In, in, uh, in the future families, uh, generations and kids and all that that are going to come in uh, the Delaney world. Uh-huh. Because, uh, you know, I I kind of, um, you know, it's it's Merrill Delaney on our side, but yep. you're going to, you know, get to bring the Delaney whatever on yep. our side. And I think that that's, that's some DNA that needs to continue to get. Absolutely. You know, pass if that's the Lord's will. And I just love that. So, mm. uh, man, I just love you, bro. I'm really proud of you. And thankful for you i i uh i i continue to have i say this on a lot of these episodes but it's so true none of it's none of it's can none of it's like um scripted in that way or but the i feel so privileged that i get to have the family that i have that 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 i'm i get the opportunity to sit across this little tiny table (laughs) with my brother-in-law and have the kind of relationship that i have with you and it's not forced or manufactured or or fake it's it's the real thing it's and, genuine such a blessing yeah and, like, and, and i get to, and i enjoy you like there's i just i don't know i don't know that many people where that's like that common in that space and i just i count myself so blessed right and i just mm-hmm. think um man as i get to to hear your heart get to hear where you're at and get to you know get get updates and different things from seasons of your life i go man thank god you know for his life that he's still here that he's still um, continuing to overcome when things are challenging and experience the things that God you have for him because man, I am better. Uh, our family is better and, and the world is better and going to continue to be better because of your life and the impact that you're making and are, are going to make in the future. So that's good to hear. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. I appreciate it. We'll yeah. And I'm still, too. still trying to figure out how to get you to move up here to Washington <laughs> and, uh, yeah. join our church and, you know, join my worship band. That could be in the cards. It could be in the cards. Could, that could more. be. I'm very open to it. I don't know what I got to do to convince you, but no, I'm, uh, <laughs> man, whatever God does from this point forward, I know mm-hmm. um, it's going to be evident that the Lord's in it. And and that's what gets, I think, most exciting for me. I love that you said that the unknown is part of what gets you. Really. I think that's so good. I think a lot of people, you know, it's it's like a two-sided coin. It's like the most anxiety feeling because there's an unknown lack of control but it's also exciting because i'm learning to embrace the unknown i love it dude. that's what i'm learning this season i i think it's such a good reminder and challenge for people that are listening today so i love you thank you love you too very much Chase. yeah excited to see you watch what god does in your life thanks for joining me today absolutely it's been a blessing thanks with, for having me on. with that we'll see you next time